0: What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's, What's going, going on with, with dance and stuff? stuff?
1: We both feel crazy right now.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna drink water from the glass you painted, and then okay. I you just start telling about.
1: Well, I've been seeing you in two days, so that's where that's at, right? Because I saw <laughs> you on Saturday. I saw. So I guess it's almost been three days. Um, we have a showing coming up. You and I have a showing coming up this Friday for Out of America presenters. <sighs> no okay and, <laughs> international what? there we go International <laughs> presenters. I you know like sometimes when I can't remember names and stuff now it's I'm in a different zone of where my mind right. might be where it's like the apartment we could be anywhere right now I feel really <gasps> out of my mind and um and it's gonna be okay the weather's super you know bell in New York right now We're in a real kind of like as if like we're trapped. Remember Sylvia Plath? Did you ever read that? No. Oh, Um, it's so good. I've not read. I should read it like a book's on tape, and I feel like people would gag. Sunday, I rehearsed by yourself. By myself, I plotted out what we're gonna do this Friday. I was very sore from our Saturday rehearsal. It was... And do you want to know why? Why?
0: It's from... I really think it's from
1: those Symphony and Sea Falls. Oh, your low back hurt. No, well, just... Your back Full hurt body. From me just being like, here I go. Oh, yeah. Down that way. I mean, I wasn't prepared to do that, and we did it many times. We did... Well, and I was also like, do you want... Should we just mark it? And you're like, no, I'm fine. And I was like, <laughs> why I was like, aren't I too heavy? And you're like, nope. And I was like, okay. I know, and this... My temple's still sore. What? Did I hit you with my head? An elbow. Oh, in my elbow. Oh, yeah, when I (laughs) fell down on one of the... I'll be curious to ask our guest, who's such a magnificent partner, about some of his partnering bloopers from his blooper reel at City Ballet. Um, And then, you know, I'm just enough... So The Bellator is this book by Sylvia Plath about... It's fiction, but it's really autobiography about her losing her mind and trying to kill herself numerous times. And she did indeed succeed at her final attempt at killing herself three months after the book came out. And was a huge hit, but made an even bigger hit because she had killed herself. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. She really did it. Um, I feel like that healthcare thing is going to be really bad today. <laughs> I feel like, feel like you know, it, Obamacare is going to just be repealed and with no. But today they're just
0: voting to to give them permission to make amendments or something.
1: I'm, we'll you know, out. it's all like just a tidal wave. It's all like. Beatriz at dinner for me right now. I last week when I saw that movie, oof, we so we should discuss all that. So I, anyhow, that's all that's happened in my last not couple much. Days. Not You've that spent a lot of time at home. No, yesterday I was out quite a bit. I had a commercial audition that was a real that really took a long time. Oh, uh, there was a big lineup of people waiting. People you knew? No, no. But what was frustrating was like I'd waited forty five minutes, and then we find mm-hmm. I finally went in. And the woman who was going to be my partner for the audition hadn't signed in on the computer. And there were signs everywhere saying, don't just sign in on the sheet, also sign in the computer. Oh. So the woman was like, both of you just have to leave. And I said, but I've already signed in. She's like, it's too bad you're partnered with her. So you'll have to go out. I'm going to call other people in. And when her whole process has gone through, you can be called back in. Needless to say, this audition was based a fair amount, as frequent commercial auditions are, on improv. And I decided to not be very helpful to my scene partner when we oh, went back in the room. I was like, "You made me wait longer, <laughs> so <laughs> I there was I was like, I'm gonna make sure I was. It's not it a work. good way to get a job. It's well, it's not a good way to if you were gonna have to improvise with someone because right. I'm also I'm a really great improviser, and um, uh, maybe she could have been if I would have helped her out at all. But I decided to just fight for myself in that audition yesterday. And, mm. Uh, you know push her off the boat
0: when you go to these auditions to to the other people who are there for the part do they look like you no are no. they all gay
1: no so when also yesterday i was like why am i here for this because i looked at <laughs> what the spot was and i was like i'm not i'm not gonna get this but who knows i've thought that before like when i went in for at and i was like i'm not gonna get this and yet there i was i got i got it i got that money easier than getting a grant let me tell you that. <laughs> what happened to you though in the last couple of days what happened to you? I saw uh-huh. which we can discuss with our guests. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I, I've i been to the eye doctor. Oh,
1: uh-huh.
0: Yeah, because I'm getting contacts refitted. Oh, uh-huh. Because so, I'm, I'm taking class more.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. So I guest. also
0: went to Cunningham again wow. yesterday. It's all about negotiating failure, is what I've realized. Yeah. Um, but the contact lens thing has been a real struggle. So... I wore contacts for my whole dance career and it was okay. They mm-hmm. cannot correct my vision fully because of the like drastic astigmatism. Mm-hmm. So my doctors are like, Well, maybe we'll get you more comfortable contacts that you know you won't see well, but mm-hmm. it might be okay. And mm-hmm. they do feel better. I literally cannot see. Wow. So at the eye doctor they're putting these uh-huh. contacts in my eyes and then I'm sitting in front of the thing where they're like, Can you read these letters? And I'm uh-huh. like And you're like No. And then they'll Circle, put on... little square, right, triangle. Exactly. <laughs> like they'll put on even bigger ones, and I'm like, it's either an E or an F or a Z. And yes. then the next one is an O
1: or a C or a Q oh, right. or a G. You know, like, who Same. knows? Same. I can't Round even look through square my glasses. Letter. I can't see a stitch. Nothing. No. Nope.
0: So... I wore them to class yesterday. Mm. It wasn't great. I
1: love when you have the swirling contacts in while taking Cunningham. You've talked about it before. Well, these
0: weren't swirling. These were stuck on, but like. But you were also. I had no distance vision at all. Wow. So it wasn't great. So you had to just like spot
1: into something that. No, could be I mean,
0: there. I my vision is often thrown out of focus, so right. I get by. Right. But also, Aaron Liu was in class, who's like the finest of the Mark Morris dancers. Oh, yeah. He's a Juilliard yeah, person, and he's so organized. Yeah. I didn't even know he was in class until about until a, a ways into the back exercise, because I couldn't see. Because uh, yeah. I was looking into the mirror, and, I didn't, and everyone was awash. Mm-hmm. And then finally, um, I turned back, and I saw that Aaron was in class, and I was like, oh boy. So I, wa- I, you know, I did a lot of watching him, because he's so organized. I thought, maybe I can intuit his like, yeah. power. Yeah, It didn't go well. But it was nice to have such a beautiful example in class. Mm. And we had a long discussion after class about, like, the splits, basically. That was sort of what it ended up being about. So that was your last couple of days. (laughs) I think that's about it. Um, I I had a conversation with my mom on Mm. Sunday night, and she told me about um, this lady from Marie Claire came into her place, and she nagged her about my bathing suits, and then she told me a story about Max, my nephew, and about a broken refrigerator. Mm-hmm. She told me about a couple other things. And then I she called me again yesterday evening before I left work. And she told me all oh. the same stories again. Oh. And so I would stop her kind of halfway through each one and be like, Mom, you know you told me that last night. And she was like, why wow, am I losing my mind? And then she'd launch right into the next story that she mm. had told me. In the same sequence? I don't know. Probably, my memory is also poor. But like that was it's true. That Your was a memory
1: lot. is also a little like what happened. So I'm you?
0: hoping she was in some sleep state
1: on Sunday night when or she was stoned. T- oh, I yeah. mean, because that's generally a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably just stoned. That's like what stoner people. Are so like. That's what happened.
0: I we did our movie homework.
1: We did we're ready to homework. go. We're ready to go. How? We're ready to go. All right, so we're here with the. Russell Jansen.
0: Russell Jansen is here. He's a principal dancer with New York City Ballet. He's a wonderful friend. He's six foot three. <laughs> or more. I know. <laughs> I say six four. He's bigger than all of
1: us. <laughs> He's, he is. He's really huge.
0: He's been in New York City Ballet for a decade.
1: Yeah. How anyway, old are you now? 27. Almost 20. So you've been in New York City Ballet since you were 17? 18. So it's like... His seven? birthday's in August. <clears throat> yeah. Are you September? a Leo? I am. Wow. August. August. That's why you're so loud and like, look at me, look at me, (laughs) look at me, because you're a Leo. (laughs) You're just like Madonna, Russell. You're always just running around being like, hey, look at me! When I think of Russell, that's what I think of. Just kidding, JK. I think of someone more like a Pisces, that's sort of like, sort of introverted. Watery eyes. Uh Uh-huh. Incredible partner. You're such a good dancer. You're organized. You have all the things.
0: I know, he's remarkably organized for a a
1: tall dancer. I always like to
0: because I was such a disorganized ballet dancer, uh-huh. I was like, well, I'm tall.
1: Right. But he's significantly
0: Russell's... taller than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he really keeps it together. I know. It's always a shock when I go see, like, Swan Lake and he does a variation and does all the things. All the things. shocking. But
2: you're yeah. not there for the first rehearsal, which is really Russell, bad.
0: No matter the first or the last or the time when I'm on stage, it was never quite like that. I, I learned,
1: that's where I learned my dance
0: improvisation skills. Uh, yeah. During those times on
1: stage where I was like, I just have to figure this one out. Yeah, I'm just going to have to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to have to do it. And um, so, well, first, before we talk about anything else, Russell, you saw both of the films that we're discussing today. Is that okay? Which, really? which is Beatrice at Dinner and The Beguiled. Mm-hmm. Beatrice at Dinner, I'm, I'm going to lob out immediately, is a far superior film. Um, I disagree, but here we go. Uh, but uh, so well, different,
0: oh, incomparable in a I, way.
1: I well, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna talk about what I liked. Better. Okay. Or, I guess I'll also say which one's more important. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> which, in a way, is how I view work. I mean, I'd also say that I view. I've also read, and I continually are realizing, or or I'm realizing as we keep going through these. That I, I I really look for and what the work to have catharsis to have a, a level of importance to be doing something whereas I feel Reed can really appreciate it from a purely aesthetic mm. standpoint and just really which for the beguiled yes I get mm-hmm. it Though some of the some of it was out of focus I have to say she's working with a new cinematographer so maybe that's why it's on purpose. Maybe there's some think... things that I was a little like. Mm, I think that's just the shot they got. Oh, and
0: I think that was intentional.
2: Mm, I was in the front row, so I, I was not. Wow, angry. you were in the <laughs> front it's row. Really you were just like straight up in <laughs> were it. Were you late? No, I switched seats with someone so they could sit next to their friend because they got there late, and then oh. I regretted it because they were in the front row.
0: Oh wow. well, and old. I sat down at Beatriz's dinner at Land Sunshine. Oh, you saw it at Sunshine and. Then I went up to get popcorn and came back, and an old lady had sat literally next to me.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I thought, there's hundreds of open seats. What an odd <laughs> choice. Uh-huh. So did I, you move? No, because then I felt that was very like passive aggressive. Wow. I just did it. I just was like, you know what? She's gonna be quiet.
1: Does she cough? No. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, would I mean, she right might have, right. but like, right. you know, I'm not very sensitive yeah. to that. Whereas I'm like a, I have like i some off, like whip around huh. like eyebrows arched knife out um so which do we start with let's well we can't i don't want to talk about the end of either of these films no no no, no. we it have it to away. this is all spoilers all right guys. so spoilers until a spoilers, certain spoilers spoilers. spoilers we're talking all the way through these movies so beatrice at dinner because uh, that's, that's what the we're one starting i saw with. first okay. i saw that last tuesday i cried from uh about <laughs> the time when she lit the candles at the beginning through the rest of the film. What? It was the candle lighting for <laughs> no, the No, for goat? the goat. Okay. She would lit candles for a The her family first family <laughs> five minutes. And also for this white goat. <laughs> I started crying then. And then when she looks at the patient who has cancer uh-huh. and she's eating her own meal and he's looking down, I started to cry more. And then I pretty much just cried, like slow, slow cry through the whole film. And What was
0: happening to you before had you taken your meds? Yeah, yeah. Like I had
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I'd taken the Lexapro. I had gone to therapy. My indeed my therapist hadn't come. Like he blanked that we had a session. So that was okay. triggering. It was sure triggering. (laughs) When people say "trigger," I feel like people are saying "triggering" way too much these days. Well, it's
0: your word. I learned it
1: from you. I know, but I don't use it so much anymore. Now I'm just trying to use things like sad, angry. (laughs) You know, this whole thing of like I'm triggered. And It's like you're sad, and that's enough. That's so. I mean, I was bummed. I felt disappointed. I mean, also, you know, sure. Like my dad died this past year. There's been other loss. With men, and then my having my therapist have that happen, I'm sure was in. I know psychologically okay. was in the <laughs> gamut of that, but I'm not going to say triggering right now, even okay. though I'm sure that's what it was. Um, and also, I think because i have been upset by that fact, and then watching this film and thinking about my white privilege and just my privilege, uh, was just. I felt. Uh, grossed out uh, in an appropriate way. I mean, I, th- I wish that everyone would see this film. Um, and, uh, and it's how I feel about all of Mike White's work. I think he's a genius writer. Chuck and Buck is a ge- I came home and rewatched that. I mean, he's so genius at capturing an American illness, which mm. I find to be every, you know, my therapist and I were talking today. at therapy today. There's awful garbage rich people everywhere. It's just that he captures the specificity of the American rich, which is a kind of nouveau riche. It has a kind of teenagerness about it. There's, mm-hmm. Whereas when I think of rich people I've met from the old world, there's kind of more of, it's just old. Whereas in this film, they're so gauche. They're like, they get drunk, they make these snarky things, everything's, they, also they invite her to the party, which that feels so, that also feels kind of American. Like, oh, you're my friend, but you're not, you're my assistant. Like back right. to my whole Lady Gaga with Jennifer thing that I did in the beginning of Shamb. Like that whole process of you're my friend, but you're the help. Yeah. Like, that's well, Mike White also
0: does this thing in his work where he, it's very indicting to like rich, disgusting people. No. But then he, in the end, you know the the sort of like downtrodden people don't win. No. It ends in this way where you're like, it's still bad, which like, feels
1: not, very real. Like, that feels honest. Like, the yeah. way, by the end of her having the fantasy of killing John Lithgow, and then she kills herself, that, like, when I watched it at the theater... Oh, boy. Not good. Like, I hadn't cried that hard after a film <laughs> since Dancer in the Dark. That was the last <laughs> time where I, like, had to sit on a curb and be like, I can't move until the crying <gasps> jag is over. Wow. Because that's what it feels like. I feel like I'm in... That we're in these systems where there isn't a... Like, when we've talked about, like, The Handmaid's Tale, like, that there isn't a solution. Right. And that this cycle of violence is going to m- maintain. Right. And so, when, as soon as I realized it was a fantasy that she had, fan- that had only okay. fantasized in killing John Lithgow, as soon as I realized it was a fantasy, in the honest, I was like, she's going to kill herself. I didn't say it out loud. I said it under my breath. But I just, I knew it. <laughs> I did when she stabbed John Lithgow in the neck. These two—I sat, saw so it with six old people at Lincoln Center. <laughs> two women in front of me screamed, and I said "good," like I yelled <laughs> out "good" at the top of my lungs when she stabbed him in the neck. And then when I realized it was fantasy, I was like, "She's gonna kill herself."
0: That's the same theater where you saw L with your grandparents. Yeah, I also saw L there. Yeah, I saw her my grandparents. Um, Russell has um, yeah. progressive grandparents clearly, which we love, yeah, clearly, who live here, yeah.
2: Wow. Well, I mean, did they like Elle? Um It's my favorite film. My grandma said something really good about 20, what she 20, thought uh, about yeah. it. Yeah, what'd she say? Um,
0: something about Isabelle
2: pear It was something like she wasn't the same after watching it, but not in like <laughs> oh, a... Oh, that's right. right? That, wasn't that is what she was? said. It wasn't like I'm... It wasn't and like changed. I've been changed. Uh-huh. It was like a... I'm not... This, it was like very matter-of-fact, like, that was a lot. Transforming. And, yeah, mm. Something. And um, my grandfather, I think, was just really struck by how good Isabel Hubert was. <sighs> she's really, she's yeah. really amazing. <laughs> Salma Hayek,
1: who I found out Anonymous. is married to, like, um, like maybe even a billionaire. Uh. Salma Hayek is married to, like, one of just, like, the wealthiest men in the world. So that's also an interesting thing to think about in terms of the making of this Strange. film. I wonder how she felt about it. She has said in an interview that this is the first film that she felt seen in. Felt seen, like, I felt know, I saw by the her. creators yeah I mean
0: maybe because the camera's so close to her face but on the I, movie, but I, I I felt I saw it into her eyes
1: her I mean she <laughs> gives the she should have been the Oscar for this
2: role it's really disagree well actually I I'm it in his face I'm like glad that we're talking about it because if I I think if I had not not many people I know have seen it Mm-mm. and I think if I wasn't talking about it I would have never thought about it again after seeing oh. it oh I think, well, and thinking about the ending now, though, like, I, when she stabbed John Lithgow, Mm. I was like, oh, no, why did she do that? And then when it turned out to be a dream, I was really disappointed that Mm. that hadn't happened. Mm. And then when she killed herself, it felt, like, too manipulative Mm. to me. Like, I feel Mm. like it could have achieved a... It didn't, it wasn't... She was such a caring character throughout the whole Mm. thing, and then for her to abandon these other creatures and people in her life that she clearly really cared a lot about. That's, I was, it didn't, like, it didn't follow for me that that's what happened. And
0: why didn't the tow truck driver help? He just was like, bye.
2: Well, he couldn't go down, get down those rocks.
1: Why? Because he was just, he, like, couldn't do it. He could have done it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I fully... She's this because she's in a caregiver role and she talks briefly about her history. She clearly had this abuse thing with her father. For me, her what? She talks about how her father kicked that octopus around and wanted her to (laughs) kick it. And the dinner, she talks (laughs) about how he was kind of this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So her killing of herself for me was just such a tipping point of what those caregiver, what a caregiver person can be like. That felt very familiar. Very, I've heard that narrative before. I've known of people who do do that, who then, who are, you're like, oh my God, they killed themselves. And it's like, yeah, they were a hospice worker. So at a certain point, I think the psyche can only take so much. And she was already in a tenuous spot. And I, with this perhaps killing of her goat, all of that, that this last dinner was really her break. yeah, And her breaking point with also... Just not wanting to be part of humanity anymore.
0: I I thought it was great, but I also... I wasn't as profoundly affected as you are. I can't remember ever feeling quite that way about a movie since Room, maybe. Though I've never been a woman, or raped, or trapped in in a a shed, or had a child. But still, I cried for days. Any mother-child
1: narrative gets you. That's true. It's your... You really... When, like, the mother-child thing happens... I've been with you at other times, and it's a (laughs) real... You were yeah, like, a few sharp breaths in and like some slow tears, if not like some shaking Well, I cries. mean, I can generally cry at any movie. I've seen an ad with you once. It was like an ad of like a mother and child. Oh, I know what it was. It was when we saw Obvious Child and I cried with. Yeah, no, you just cried. No, no. When she got in bed with her mom, you cried. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you did crawl.
0: Number AI when we watched oh, that, honey, life, so tearjerker. Oh, huge, <laughs> yeah,
1: that really is. huge. The, <laughs> you really with AI really get it. Um, the beguiled, I laughed through the whole thing. Um, I thought it was so oh, funny, so funny. So, so and Sophia Coppola is totally like, it is funny. Um, Colin Farrell can oh, please my God. just. Get in me. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? The scene so with hot. the
0: washing. Oh, uh, so much. When it's just slap, slap. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, the sound. I saw it with
1: Matthew, and I was going through, like, who each of us were. I was like, I'm Nicole Kidman. Matthew are, was You're not Nicole Kidman. Matthew's L Fanning, and you were Kristen... Oh. Uh, uh, Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Yeah, because you would be like, what? You love me? Like, you, it, you would be like... I feel like you're Elle Fanning, but maybe both you and Matthew are Elle Fanning. Um, in this movie, I feel like he's super outfitting, like, hey. And I, I'd be Nicole Kidman. I also
0: feel like I'm kind of the little
2: girl who picks mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. yeah, maybe Russell's Kirsten Dunst. I think I'm, I th- I think I would actually be the little girl who suggests the poisoning. Fat one. Yeah. The one, the one, who's like, we could use the mushrooms. I that, think, was I think, um, that was incredible. That was <laughs>
1: incredible. I, the part that I really... Um, I you know I wanted more from it I have to say it wasn't enough for me I get it's a Sofia Coppola what have you like um, my favorite film by her is still Virgin Suicides because it's mm. a place where her flatline directing works for me the most the place where it worked the worst was Marie Antoinette where I was like why am I watching this like mm. it's styled to the gods and better work but like I could care less right um, this movie was like between those where I was like oh fun you know it's It was all really beautiful. I just... I really, really wanted Nicole to have... To just give her... Just a few. Just let her have a few. Like... When you said bring the anatomy book, I was really hoping when I saw that she was going to turn like how I would do it and be like, get me the anatomy book! you I know, just like... felt
0: like for her it was that, though. It wasn't. I, I just watched her.
1: You sh- need to watch um, In My Sleep or whatever. It's this movie oh, with is... Colin Firth and Nicole Kidman where she's an amnesiac. I watched it last <laughs> night. Oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just was like, I need to watch a Nicole Kidman film. Because, you know, isn't it all about her right now? She's like, incredible. Yeah. It's about, here's who it's about right now. It's about Laura Dern and Nicole Kidman. Like the Big Little Lies yeah. women, I, I haven't seen that Neither have I, I but have. it's about in terms of like who's giving me like white Hollywood actress, like almost old Hollywood actress. Laura Dern's giving me like a kind of fierce Rosalind Russell. Like she's like I'm stepping into comedy and I'm weird. And Nicole Kidman's like I could be Betty Davis or Joan Crawford. Mm. Like it's I'm just like yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's I loved a real how her face thing.
0: looked in the beguiled. I liked not too much work. Well it's like a subtle. It's not down a face work. that
1: is possible for the time. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it's not possible for anything because she's always so just a bizarre. I mean I thought the casting
0: again for this movie was phenomenal. The accents
2: Oh no were no no rough. No, no. That no,
0: was
1: a really like was there a yeah. dialogue collection well, on this? Nicole Kidman
0: not? was like, I'm maybe from
1: Europe. It's really <laughs> she was giving you just an anything. Here is my favorite part of the Beguiled. Kirsten Dunst. Incredible. That was... Please, for the, please. I don't think it's a best actress kind of role because it's not on... But she deserves but she it now. She should be I best mean, supporting.
0: Since Mel and... Well, she's a genius at playing she's deeply depressed
1: people. And in a way that I'm like, that is what it's like. She's oh, the God. only one who's done it. Like when Kirsten Stewart... Kristen, Kristen Stewart... When she does it I'm like it's not really like that like you're like your hair is a little too unwashed <laughs> the way that
2: Kirsten dunst does it I'm like that's exactly what it's like her face just like sits there yeah. like in the in that movie about the astronauts hidden figures uh, oh yeah. uh, she like she you could just like she had so much story and she didn't she's like really no giving you like an au pair kind of
0: performance and where, where she she's is like i'm like, gonna
2: show up and just do it
0: where she is in terms of her beauty was perfect for the movie because she's past it's uh, just uh, past but also just.
2: i had i like that really shocked me I, mean, I think i told you that when i watched the preview i was like isn't kirsten dunst al fanning's age like oh, i was no, no, really no, no, no. she's oh, like right
1: <laughs> no kirsten dunst is our age if not just slightly old no no mm-hmm. same a little then... younger maybe I don't know, because when the vampire movie came out, she was my yeah. same age, because I remember being like, I want to play that part. <laughs> I have curly yeah. hair. Why wasn't it me? Um, um, but, she's so... that Her double chin in the movie... was oh, so good. just it was just right. It was so incredible. <laughs> I also loved... I was miffed and loved that we were only given her back when she pushes Nicole Kidman back down onto the sofa. Like, you don't see her face when she's like... Ugh! When she mm. pushes Nicole Kidman I don't back. I remember that. Why Nicole she... Kidman's like, he's just shot the chandelier oh, and they're all right. sitting there. Oh, and then she goes to... She's like, I'm going to go fuck him now. Yeah. And Nicole Kidman's like, come back here. And she's like, get off me. That was the
0: wise choice, right? To go and like empower him so that he could calm down. To like, give him back his manhood.
1: I mean, I don't think that's what she was thinking about. I mean, it's a trash novel, this movie. It's a real... Like, it's based on a novel. I think that's hard about this movie and that's hard with to feel she whitewashed it. Like, she removed all the black characters that are in the book. Which, I guess she just couldn't deal with it. She was like... She Whoa. didn't know how to handle it. She clearly I think did it.
0: I think she said set as much.
1: She, she did. Yeah.
0: No. She was like... Because the only... People of color who would have been in it would be slaves.
1: Correct. Which which find. would give this other dimension to the whole thing. Right. So instead, it just became light as a feather. It's like a macaroon on a Sunday. I just loved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an easy view.
0: Well, I laughed through the whole thing, and then for the last one minute, I cried. Oh, and the... Because I felt devastated for Kristen Kirsten Dunst. Wow. Because she wanted it to happen. She wanted him to live you know uh-huh. and she wanted it to have like a, a life she wanted to why, escape.
1: and i thought that's why i was like oh i just thought of you when i was watching it i really could feel that you would empathize with her in right. this other way as,
0: as she's like ex- telling the girls to keep their stitches even as they're stitching his like coffin clothes <laughs> it's not
1: but kirsten dunst doesn't say that it's nicole kidman <laughs> no, she does know, she, she says does. it oh, one one them, kirsten yeah. dunst says it yeah, what, totally shut it. down oh, and, completely yeah. looking off into the distance Uh, So good. Did you like The Beguiled
2: Russell? I did. I said just seen Three Women, the Robert Altman movie. Oh, I love it. Now
1: that is a masterwork. It
2: felt like I was watching just like a fluffy kind of, you you know, a little bit version of that. Yeah, which is what I find Sofia
1: Coppola's films to be. Yeah. Empty and beautiful. Oh. They're like an, they're an (laughs) ass. That's all I want from life. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you do, you can, you can appreciate that in a, it's nice for you. It's a nice relax. For me, I enjoy it and I can laugh at it. I loved laughing at it through it.
0: Oh, I loved... And also the audience I saw it with just laughed the entire time.
1: <laughs> Again, I only saw it with six people. There were two women sitting down. And this, and this one, there were two women sitting like a few rows in front of me and they laughed along with me and Matthew. I turned to Matthew at one point and they went, these women are like sharks. And then I said... Which is like gay people, I know. I and, and then love, we laughed yeah. for a long all time the jokes at about
0: like them putting on their like best jewels for mm-hmm, him when mm-hmm. they weren't even supposed to be going to see him. Yeah. All of El Fanning's lines, well, amazing. And
1: I can't, I can't. Oh, it was Jeremy who was like El Fanning just seemed like maybe a little too much, and I was like, no, like exactly right for a teenager. Just like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> the part, I really, the part that I was most like, oh, I bet Reed thought I was like Anning was when they're hoeing the lawn and she's like, oh, so yeah. that's a real me thing. Like, it how was, long are we going to keep doing that? They really hearken to our favorite scene from Melancholia. Oh, that's, and that is our really our Elf and Omega scene, that you yeah. are Charlotte Gainsbourg and I am Picking the blueberries. Duns. Yeah, you'd have oh, 300 yeah. and I would have two. like picked a two. I remember Reed called me when he saw Melancholia and he's like, oh, I just watched Melancholia. And as soon as she appears with her greasy hair and that bad t
2: shirt, I thought, Jack. <laughs> yeah, Just looking so depressed. That's what you said to me. I saw the big aisle in one of those movie theaters where you can eat, so I was eating tater tots while watching it. And it was perfect. Is this at
0: Al- oh, Nighthawk? Yeah. You can-, can you get tater tots at Alamo?
2: No.
1: I
0: don't Short-coming. care for the food there much. No.
1: I've never gone there. The only thing I've seen at Nighthawk was the other Al Fanning film called Neon Demon, which I was not a fan of. I did not see it. It It was whatever. Did you, I have to ask, did you get squeamish around the bones breaking out and the stitching? I had
0: to do a hands in front of eyes for the fall down the stairs because I knew it was going to be bad. But I did like when she was stitching him closed at the beginning of the movie with yarn <laughs> it was yarn it was just oh, thick yeah. string well every all the string in the movie was thick like they were doing yeah. embroidery with like quite a thick string so yeah. one has to assume that they they spun the threads themselves in the house and nobody was doing fine yeah. spinning guess so what she
1: had to sew him clothes with was rough i so and none of that made me squeamish which i think is from and i'm going to jump back a few episodes ago to the shallows no. Because the way she has to stitch her her thigh closed in the shallows, so what happens. In that she movie? has to suture it with her pair of earrings and a necklace, <laughs> oh. and that because it's a fresh wound from the shark, and there's like gush right. of blood coming out of the latex that she's doing it, as opposed to this latex was it was a more dry look so I was like that's fine it's you know I can see the makeup
0: right but when like the bone rips through the skin didn't and not bother stitches me at break, all. it
1: wasn't crazy about it that didn't disturb me he was very mad that they saved his life well because he didn't think they saved his life he thought that they had um done that to him because he didn't go to their bedroom right that was his art but
0: that's not really I mean I think that's not why I don't think Nicole Kidman could have saved his leg
1: no, she couldn't have. No. I don't think. But that's part of the thing you get to think about when you leave the theater. Right. She's
0: not a doctor. She's a teacher.
1: Yeah. Should, would he really have died that quickly? That's what I was wondering. If you had if your bones broke through your leg and we just left it no, like that No, I mean with the mushrooms.
2: Oh, oh yeah, that who was a real. Bioqu- I loved that. Well, it was, I was like I know. <laughs> it was really, fun, but I was like well, it was cooked. like a respiratory like
1: a na- thing. Right. It was that he had like there. You would be allergic to right. it, so <gasps> he died from his, his throat, throat, throat. Oh,
0: the look that Nicole Kidman gives when he starts to die, and she just sort of looks up from her dinner, yeah. and then she's like, and then she looks right back down at her dinner and goes yeah. on. So good. My
1: favorite Nikki part was when. She describes how they're going to cook the dinner and then she does that thing that's like classic Nicole Kidman where it's one eyebrow, then the next. Oh, where so? Where she's good. like, and then that'll be that. You know, <laughs> like, it's like left eyebrow and then right. And then she'll like do a blink twice and go, it's settled then. You know, like I loved it's it. since to die for, which,
0: honey, also incredible. To
1: die for it might I think it's it might be her alpha like yeah. it's just it's like election Therese Witherspoon yes what's it's, To Die For? To Die For uh, is a Gus Van Sant film with Nicole Kidman that you should watch immediately you, you're young with you Matt didn't Dillon see it, as but, her husband she, she's like she oh is be, that the, the
2: Joaquin the, oh yeah, Phoenix plays that. a boy who she's fucking. when she slams oh, so... the, the
1: girl and she takes the girl into like the boiler room in the mall and she's like now you just look here and she, like, hisses all this stuff at the girl. And she's like, with your lesbian fantasies about me and him, <laughs> da 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 And then the girl goes, stop it. I thought we were friends. <laughs> and she goes, that's right. And she takes the girl's hair and puts me on her ear. And she goes, we are friends. Advice from a friend, keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> I remember being, like, 16 in the movie theater being like, yes! I'm going to say that to somebody someday. <laughs> I was just like, that is so yours <laughs> She was amazing. Oh, she was amazing. All right, well, we've talked about stuff. We've talked about a lot of stuff. So much stuff. So now we should talk about dance with Russell Jansen. Boring. Who had to be, <laughs> who had to be, as Reed said, waiting in the wings, ballet shoes on, and ballet shoes dance and belt. dance belt on. Dance belt, hair done. Hair yeah. done, dance belt, waiting in the wings for Jules in case you had to go on. You didn't. I did not have to go on, no. But you got to watch the whole thing. So did Reed. Yeah. I did not get to go see Jules this past weekend. Of the Bolshoi Paris Opera and City Ballet.
0: As part of Lincoln Center Festival. Uh
1: For those people who don't know what Jules is, explain what Jules is
2: and explain what this manifesto was at the Lincoln Center. So this was part of Lincoln Center Festival. Um, It was the 50th anniversary of Jules. And Jules is a ballet choreographed by George Balanchine. There are three (laughs) different composers. The first piece is foray music the second piece is Stravinsky and the third is Tchaikovsky and each section is represented by a different jewel and is meant to be an homage to a different tradition of ballet so there's emeralds as the first section and it's an homage to the French tradition and it's oh they're all three influences on Balanchine's work and Mm -hmm. then the Stravinsky is rubies and it's jazzy and American and then the third is the grand Russian um and so this week or this past week at Lincoln Center, um, there were three companies, Paris Opera, New York City Ballet, and the Bolshoi, each coming to dance and showcase their tradition of ballet in one of the sections of Jewels, except City Ballet and Bolshoi switched.
0: And why is that? Is that because Sarah Mearns needed to dance Diamonds?
2: I could not tell you.
0: I believe that's probably why. I mean, everyone does need to see her dance Diamonds. It's important.
2: I mean, that it was a remarkable performance. <sighs> But I do think that that switching made for more tension between the companies in a good way in a way that was it was very fun to be at the theater but in like an anxiety Russell, why was Don't, it so mad that you didn't go to the reception I think most people didn't go to this reception why was it fun to be
1: at the theater so you, Russell? so first because of generally of, you're like bored out of your mind there and this week and this week was just like no it was uh-oh. like
2: it was like well first of all like a dance off between high schools it A lot of people were like, oh, this is, like, the Triwizard Tournament or the Olympics or something. Mm. And it could have been this... Or, like, bring it on. Right. (laughs) And it could have been, like, really celebratory. And I think part of it was that had New York City Ballet been hosting these other companies, there would have been an event. And it would have been more like, we're inviting you into our space. But this was... Lincoln Center brought three different companies to do their three things. And they put them in three different places. And there wasn't... It wasn't, like, bringing companies together. It was bringing three companies to do separate things. When people get shoulder checked in the hallway, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like
1: someone from Russia, like shoulder check someone from. It did. It, there was
2: like, there was like critical, ver, probably judgmental watching in the wings on everyone's part. Mm-hmm. There's a, it wasn't, it wasn't oh, as supportive as it could. And
0: have been. those of us in the audience. Oh
2: yeah, right? absolutely. And I think that because there was the Bolshoi city ballet switching, um, there was especially a lot of comparisons in rubies and diamonds. And yeah. I think that also made people, the city ballet dancers I know, feel like they really wanted to be like, we're going to show you how we do it and why the way that we do it is the best, which I understand, <laughs> but it it made for like a, it could, I think that had it just been the three companies doing three separate things, it could have potentially been, there could have been community instead of what we're going for now, which is divide <laughs> and conquer. But <laughs> The other thing I will say is that all the most of the French dancers speak English very well. And Thank I think you. there were two of the Russian dancers who spoke English and the rest did not. And none of us speak Russian. So there was like a very intense language barrier mm. there as well, mm. which did not make it easy. Mm. And also just the tension between America and Russia right now. Yeah. yeah my grandma asked me about that <laughs> and I was like I think it wasn't it's not so much like the current tension it's like maybe the tension built up over the last 75 years yeah. mm-hmm. I speak Russian <laughs> I know you well that's because you asset. trained there
1: because Reed's right. trained in both the French, the Russian, and the American all tradition. All the schools. That's right. I used just, to sing in Russian. Just all of just all of them. Well, also, you were, you know, and there's those uh, dolls that you invented that go inside The you nesting invent. dolls. I, invented yeah. dolls. I invented yeah. those. And, those those and you invented, I invented those. those. I remember that, because yeah. I think that was, yeah, my senior year at Interlochen, and you're yeah, doing it. Yeah, that's year. when I
0: was working on very, like, fine painting techniques yeah, on thin exactly. wood.
1: I would come in, and you'd be also doing your eggs, when you'd be, like, fine painting. Eggs. your eggs. That's your, right. My jeweled eggs. Yeah, your Bulgarian eggs, and... And what have you. Faberge. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Some people call them Faberge, but they're Bartle
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's right. They're actually Bartle May. Um, so that's what was going on with Jules. It yeah. was fun. Yeah. He it was a weird name. Sarah week. was amazing.
0: Jack, understatement. Sarah and Tyler gave like performances as if it were the end of the world or as if they might <laughs> die as soon as it were over. <clears throat> I wish it's I would true. have seen it. There was an urgency that was insane. It was wonderful, That's and I'm sure a lot of it had to do with like a, the sense of competition yeah. or like you know rivalry, but also I, they're both injured or they're both hurting, so like they were they were they were like we gotta get through it.
2: Well, I think they, I think there's something about when you're like you when you're saving up for the show, then the show is like really everything. It's not like they you know because when you're hurting you don't go full out in rehearsal and then right. you get out on stage and it's like this is my this is what I've been waiting for. Right. is what I've been not. And this could be, no be my reference. last. This could be it. <laughs> yeah. Dancing on my grave. You know.
0: Well, sh- can we should we talk through the show a little bit? Yeah. Did you see you saw
2: I saw two versions. I did. Well, I saw I only saw when Bolshoi was doing rubies oh, and thank City Ballet doing diamonds, but okay. I saw a different cast do emeralds. I saw oh, right, both right, right, Paris right, opera right.
0: Well, I saw the good Paris Opera cast. Work. Like, so I hear.
2: Um. Yeah, I, well, oh, but, I, saw, I watched it from out front and then the wing, so I, I right. can't, like, really say anything, but I did enjoy the I first I think the, both of the, like,
0: you know,
1: newspaper critics I talked to about it... Newspaper thought, critics. Newspaper critics. <laughs> what are they called? It's just great. I just live. It's, like, both of the newspaper critics, one of them from, you know, the... What do we call the New York Times? Like, the New York Gazette. Like, you know, <laughs> sort of like the... The, you know, our local... Both of the paper. local dance critics mm-hmm. were, um... <laughs>
0: they both preferred the cast I saw. So I'm glad I saw the cast I saw. And I have to say, it was a beautiful telling of emeralds. And I really like the La Croix costumes because every company wore their own costumes. Hmm. So I think the La Croix costumes are beautiful. And it had been said by other people that they were too blue, but emeralds are green and blue. Yeah, emeralds, I thought it was more emerald than Yeah, our, I think our... emerald is a greenish-blue color. So I was totally happy about it. And, um... The dancers dancing were beautiful, the, particularly the men. There's three main male men in Emeralds, and they were all extraordinarily beautiful of proportion and face, and um, they danced be- beautifully. They all had like complete technique. I think that was the thing that struck me most about the Paris Opera Ballet, that across the board, it was like a really, they all were like complete dancers, like from tiptoe to Hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about them?
2: Well, I really, I thought, especially Hugo Marchand, oh his legs. God. Like he did. There's this part where that boy. He's the first Pardida, de mm-hmm. and he jumps. He has a very short solo in the finale, or the not finale, the almost finale. And he does this jump where he extends both of his legs. You tuck them
0: up, like, as if you're doing, a, like, a, a Padasha. de uh-huh. chat, And then you send them both out, one into arabesque and one down. And it was, and like, it, oh, often, yeah, I remember. it often looks bad.
2: Sometimes, it looks like it takes effort. Yeah. Like, I've always thought, oh, that looks hard. And he did it, and it was... Extraordinary. Oh, my God. It looks like his legs grew while he was jumping. He's
0: clipped, like, mm-hmm. beyond. Like, his clearly has, like, flat femoral heads
1: or whatever like it's she could just pull it up and split it out uh,
0: splits all the ways (laughs) well she better work and he also had like beautifully stable turns and again the beauty of appearance was overwhelming his face all of it gorgeous the whole thing body is it a queen? does anyone know? I didn't talk to him. Russell, I send him a
1: message. Either. You're a principal now at New you, York City did Ballet. You go, did
0: you go to the reception? I
1: didn't, know. Oh. Well, I then felt weird going. going. D- DM, him <laughs> D- DM him on the Instagram, Russell. You're tall. You're handsome. You're a principal. He's an etoile. Be like, hey, you were really great. I've always thought that move took a lot of effort. But I thought <laughs> you looked really great. And then see what he says. he may be like, hey, what are you doing in August? And you'll be like, booking a flight to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys can go and have sex and like go to like a cafe. I love Love Paris. <laughs> Especially, Especially in, in August land. when it's so gross in New York. You know what I mean? <laughs> <And> Paris. <laughs> but not as gross. Like well, having been on the tour France. I am, next week. I am going to Paris oh, next yeah. week, yeah. Well, Queen, shoot <laughs> him a DM him, him a DM on the Insta. <laughs> yeah. Jack,
2: you would have really been overwhelmed. <sighs> but then also in Emeralds I really loved um, Dorothee Dorote Gilbert.
0: This she's a she's a oh, oh, yeah I female. know who she, she is she's a woman
2: I know who she is because <laughs> I
1: have watched she's like she's big on the Instagram yeah well she has that fierce weird solo when they did that uh, kind of strange. Nutcrackery thing. It was like a nutcrackery thing. It actually might have been their version of Nutcracker. Yeah, it was
0: Nutcracker and the Opera. both Right,
1: like, but yeah. she—it was like her and these other women all in the same dress, and they're dancing around all those toys, right. and she's wearing the heels, mm-hmm. giving like a pina bausch run for your life, right? Where she's just like clack clack clack, as well as she's like an actress, like it's she was, very she clear. Was be-
0: she was very beautiful. And she's
1: adults. amazing. But back to the home turf, Sarah and Tyler dancing at the end of the world. And did anyone get to see Tess do rubies?
0: We've skipped rubies completely.
1: Well, because you saw Bolshoi do it. Right.
2: Right. (laughs) Not, as you said, not much to talk
0: about. No, lots to say. (laughs) I mean, it was a real clown show. Well, first
2: of all, their costumes were. Costumes are atrocious. They looked like a
0: real discount dance supply moment. Like cheap red. Wow. No movement. Aside from like a kind of pretty. Um, like jewel covered lace at mm. the hip, that was mm-hmm. sort of nice. Mm-hmm. But um, when the curtain went up on Rubies, you know, everyone's standing in fourth position on point, and I had a moment of like, oh, okay, so now it's claymation, because right. everybody was like beyond hyperextended, the feet were clipped, like it was a lot. And then they started dancing, and it was like they had no real understanding of of how to approach the jazziness of it. Mm. It looked sort of like trite and silly, mm. as opposed to
1: like scary. Um, I jazzy. can see how Rubies could tip into that yeah. without, if you don't have a sense of uh, form, really, a right. sense of stop. I mean, the, th- the thing about that piece and where it sort of sexiness comes from is the sort of end point that is a, a hit of jazz. Huh. I guess I would say. But there's like a, a, a... Well,
0: I just think like with with anything like this, there has to be a very matter-of-fact approach. Yeah. And that wasn't what was happening. They were very aware that they were doing something unfamiliar. They were like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> and so they were like, wow, I'm
1: now going over here. <laughs> they're
0: like I'm moving my hip, isn't it crazy?
1: I wow wow. Um, but
0: the girl during the test part, mm-hmm. she was like beyond clipped uh-huh. and like very that
1: mean, clipped? clipped means. That's so we don't know. Like if we were to cut all your tendon places. Yeah. so you would just uh, be no like no attachments oh wow yeah so you oh, just cool. be like ska like just bring right. your your leg like yeah. right up to your head
0: right like she was like, sort of extraordinary looking but like
1: could... Sylvie Guillem is a great example of that. she's oh. the
0: definitive clip. <laughs> there you go yeah.
1: in Wikipedia you look up <laughs> Clift <clipped>, it's Sylvie Guillem <laughs>
0: yeah um she she was not go- she was not good oh. I mean like she would prepare for pirouettes as if taking a dump and she <gasps> wouldn't make it out twice the, 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 second, the
2: second time they did it, there was a different woman doing it, uh-huh. and I was waiting to see if she did the same uh-huh. preparation, and she didn't. She just, like, went right up for the turn. This
0: girl was bad,
1: you guys. What do you mean, like, she was taking a jump? So, like...
0: well, <laughs> I want to know, wanna know different... what preparing for a pirouette ways of, of taking like, preparing a jump for a looks way. like. Sometimes you, like, your back leg is more straight, or your uh-huh. weight's shifted more forward, uh-huh. and, and in Russian training, it's very even weight on two feet, bent both legs, uh-huh. and she was like, I'm going to do it my Russian way, which is... I don't necessarily know that it's a choice in this because I think choreographically you should at least attempt to have like a long straight back leg. Right. But she wasn't going for it. She did
1: squatty potty. Squat, squat,
0: squat. And
1: she <laughs> didn't make it around
0: twice. <gasps> no.
1: What? Would she get like a one and a half and then kind
2: of just fudge her way back yes, to two? Exactly. No. No.
1: What?
0: Nor could she do a cease, Like, none of it was happening. Oh, wow. And it was
2: also, like, even more noticeable because the way that City Ballet does it, we do it, like, very extreme. Like, yeah. we do... High, like, Tess does a lot of you, high kicks. Yes, honey. And they were doing much more placed, like, lower legs. Like, yeah. in that first... When she comes down the center, Tess, like, you know, her leg goes around her Unhinges. head. Unhinges. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this was best. very... This was, like, 45 degrees. Oh. And then it was strange to see that plus not turning. I love picturing Tess at the very back of state theater with, like, just a
1: cigarette. (laughs) Like, a left arm across her chest, right elbow on top of that wrist, smoking it, watching it with that smile that Tess can get. Just, like, knowing just being her like knowing smile. I knew it. Her knowing smile. I'm so
2: obsessed with her.
0: The main guy in Ruby's was a real clown, and the main girl was sort of morose. And then it was wow. over.
2: I, I mean, I'm curious to see her dance more because I, she was the most compelling one for me. I mean, maybe not like she was fine. face, what her face was doing, but her dancing, I thought mm. was
0: she, she was adequate. So that's say. what
2: people saw this weekend.
1: No one saw any other dance. Right. We just saw Jules. I didn't even see that. i saw that beguiled
0: (laughs) wait i just want to say one more thing about jewels yeah if i may please so third section is diamonds and before sarah and tyler dance there's a section called the waltz with all the with just ladies and (laughs) new york city ballet's costumes for for diamonds which are the original are white tights and white point shoes and i don't think that's how like the bolshoi does it i think they have a regular pink point shoe and pink tight but it was alarming. I had just seen two companies which have like incredible uniformity throughout mm-hmm. the Court of Ballet. I and see. like all have like a very similar way of like approaching things. They really like that watch you forgot each other. about not, New York yeah, City Ballet's diamond. I not that I forgot, but I it, it was t- a, it took an adjustment. I mean, That's nice that it surprised you again.
2: There's a real contrast. Oh yeah. In. A
0: white point shoe is a difficult thing to make look extremely beautiful. So it looked like a troop of ladies in sneakers and very freeform. Because it was, it, the the emphasis wasn't on, like, togetherness or uniformity of core work. It was more like, let's just have fun. You guys were waltzing, and it was wild. Wow. So it took a second to adjust. Did you like that? I did, in, in the okay. end. Uh-huh. For a few minutes, I was like, wow. What's going
1: on and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It made me feel like America is a place of freedom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can just get up there and just have a good time. We have
0: no standards. But then I I, I got into it. And then I was so proud of New York
1: City Ballet, like
0: some freak. And I thought, if I lived elsewhere, I wouldn't go to the ballet.
1: Russell, when you were growing up, did you know that you wanted to be a ballet star?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um I think I did. Yeah. Maybe I, not a ballet star. I don't but think you that... wanted to do ballet. I did. I you did. weren't
1: like you, you weren't thinking like I want to do Fosse. You were like I well, want to do Why? I had like a know? Broadway
2: moment where I like thought I wanted to do that. Were you, but you I... singing songs? Oh yeah. I mean, I thought I was a really good Why singer did when I was you know you wanted
0: to be a drag queen?
2: <laughs> Wait, I want to know first. Did
1: you what... Actually, you
2: told me I wanted to be a drag queen. <laughs> did you did you
1: what songs do you
2: like singing? Um, well, I... So, um, in the summer, my family goes up to Maine, this island called Vinyl Haven. Oh, I want to come. You should. <laughs> yeah, I'll come with you. I really want to have a... I want to, like, bring creative people up to make things. I'm creative. Yeah. <laughs> and I make things. And you make things. <laughs> Great. Um, okay. And so there's a there's a director up there named John Wolpe who lives mm. up there, and he did... Dracula in the 70s mm. on Broadway and he does different shows <laughs> oh my god that was just the <laughs> anyway, he know. does a lot of different things and I he... just
0: imagined it it was so bad <laughs> in my head <laughs> No, he won a
2: Tony Award for it. Great. It's so Well, rude. Dracula in
0: the 70s on Broadway,
1: can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. It's a show we would see.
2: I would have...
1: A queen, I would have, like... You would have, have starred in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> High as a kite. <laughs> I would have been like, let's all go to Studio 54 now. Wait.
0: Before Russell finishes the story, <laughs> thank you so much for reminding me about that Gelsey Inside Edition thing. Because the scene where she... Oh. Where she's doing Tchaikovsky pas and she runs mm-hmm. into the wings, falls down screen, just jumps right back up,
1: and it, comes on for it. It's the best. Isn't yeah, it I amazing? We'll show you when we're done. We'll okay. show you. It's phenomenal. so amazing. And then James sent it to me, and I was like, I literally had just. It's so good. I had just shown that to Jeremy like the week before, and then James sent sent us that. But people uh, used Gelsky. to talk so funny. What do you mean? <laughs>
0: Even like as 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 recently as thirty years ago,
1: people talk funny now. We we well are yeah, so but crazed. like raised.
0: But people sounded so much. Well, we'll 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 hear it when
1: Gelsey when she's talking about like getting the surgery done to look like Suzanne. I really it's it's so a very great. me story. Like if I was back then, well, I mean God, the stories about Nuriev. It's just like, oh, okay. Let's real... go
0: back to um. The Russell, okay, so, um, Dracula, Maine. Right, so, were singing, so, you were singing. You were doing we musicals.
2: Had, we did. You so, were Annie. I was. I was. Um, so in one summer, there was a summer musicale and John brought musicale musical. <laughs> That's what they called it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With an e on the end. The, oh wow! Hey, I'm not making that up. Musical. Fancy, and fancy the, talk. He brought up. Ricky Ian Gordon, Michael John LaCusa, and Adam Gettle, and Yes. Gettle, and we did... <laughs> Michael John LaCusa,
1: you would know from musical, Musicals. I wouldn't. <laughs> well, all right. Anyhow, go
2: on. And, and so we did... I'm a, familiar with this mix. Okay. So we did, and we did, like, a review of their music, and mm-hmm. I don't think many of us were very good singers, mm-hmm. but I sang a Michael John LaCusa song mm-hmm. that was my... Mar- what,
0: what, what was it? What was it? It was
2: called The One I Love. And it was meant to be sang, sung by a gay man to his lover, but I oh. was nine or something at the time. And I, I know, I was like, and at I sang least by by nine. By nine, I was definitely like, mm, I'm into it. You know oh, no. what I mean? And they wanted me to sing it to a bicycle, but I sang it to what? my grandparents' dog, and what? it was like, my little pet. Oh my God, that's a very downtown dance. Let me tell you what. You
1: know what sounds like a downtown dance? Singing, I love you to a bicycle. That's
2: the, man it really I love? No, it the one I love. The one. You yeah,
1: know what? <laughs> Don't you live for how postmodern? It was supposed to be a gay guy to a, his lover, but it could be a bike or a dog. But I always sing it to a bike, and then I said, it to, it a to dog. my grandparents' dog. Talk about Judson. Do you know what I mean?
0: Wow. Most
1: modern. real It was a real ET moment. Or Pee
0: Wee's <laughs> Play. What was that? The Big Adventure was all about. <gasps> Pee Wee's Big
1: Adventure. Big time. Uh-huh. Oh, with
2: Francis. The one, one I love. Uh-huh. So that's why I sang when I was a kid. I but then. I realized I wasn't a very good singer in high school. And yeah, did you know that you, you had good feet? Josh.
0: Josh in high school. Yeah, when I got to when SAB. When you were PCS. Yeah. Told you you weren't a good singer.
2: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not, to be and fair. And Josh is? Josh, Josh with you is Yeah, he's your friend. We would yeah. like
0: to hear you sing and we'll let you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. You Absolutely.
1: will too. You'll sing for me and region. You don't have to do it on this. Okay. We'll like all sing like Little Mermaid or something when we turn this off um and then
2: but then you were like oh i love ballet and i'm gonna do that well i think i mean i always like i never did tap i never did jazz mm-hmm. nothing like that um i was the school i went to was very much like all ballet all the time mm-hmm. so um yeah so i think when i thought about being a dancer it was about being a ballet dancer and you became principal at what age 27 work girl recent yeah he's Just the most recent promotion yeah
1: you're the most recent promotion and you know one other person got promoted after you there there's Um, a group
2: of us a bunch of people were promoted to soloist but you you know what's good he
0: got promoted to principal by himself which feels good you know like if you got promoted with like a batch of four people it's Mm. like well (laughs) but by himself isn't that nice it is nice i want you to talk a little bit about your relationship to drag and like where this fandom began
2: when i like i i guess when i was younger i went out like most weekends, I think, and I would see drag queens then, but Here's a, when like... you were
0: much younger, did you put on your mom's high heels?
2: I mean, we had a dress-up box and I wore the dresses.
0: Right. Well, yeah. so it was in the dress-up but box. Well,
2: we had we had this one like Cinderella dress, me and my mm-hmm. sister. We had this like light blue Cinderella dress that had like light blue tulle on the top with gold sparkles Wonderful. that I really liked wearing. Mm-hmm. That I'm sure like all my friends peed in at some point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had one of my mom's bridesmaid dresses, which were really ugly. Wonderful. Like big Shoulders. blue like satin yeah. maybe. Shiny. Shiny. Very shiny with like big poofs. And we had, both, we had both her wedding high heels and the bridesmaid's high heels. How high? Not very. They're pretty practical. Right. Six inch stiletto right was a Philadelphia fan uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, doing stilettos oh wow Philly oh yeah so I yeah I dressed up I wore their pictures of me when I was little at my grandma's graduation when she got a master's degree wearing mm-hmm. one of her slips Yeah. and this is the first
0: yeah. year where you had your makeup
1: professionally done oh yeah this was a, yeah. this past year yeah. you, before I had done myself well your drag party benefits
2: Callum and, and you're, that's right you've wonderful been, in the past
0: you've been good at doing your own makeup and yeah I've but I've done like you look like Cela Ward in drag But...
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who
0: Jack, of course, knows. Mm -hmm. Cela Ward. Cela Ward. Cela Ward, Jack. Star of many a lifetime movie. Wow. Ward. One more time.
1: Oh, that was so amazing, because I felt you and I linked in between the spaces at that moment, where I felt you were really on a track that was crazy, and I was fully allowing to be overtaken by Celia Ward who I can't picture who that is World but girl. the more you <laughs> said the more you said Celia Ward the less language meant to me. <laughs> and, and it was really a wonderful experience to connect you with you You did look like you are having fun. as like I was! I felt <laughs> full stop Bellevue flight deck in that moment. I, 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 was, could just, I was convinced it was going to come to you. I could really see you crocheting an endless thing with me in a rocking chair with like a rag doll <laughs> you'd made for me and us just like in some <laughs> asylum with you just going CELA WARD! <laughs> CELA WARD! And me just <laughs> Smiling and <laughs> rocking and rocking and smiling. That was that was, that was was really what was happening That's enough that. for us, Jack. That's it, all we need. It really is. Thank God. You know, I really, on those days when I'm like, I can't make it. I'm going to die. I'm so grateful to you. And I'm so, uh, we just have to do Night Light, Bright Light again, which is really what that piece is about. That was and the
2: first time we met you.
1: You saw Night Light, Bright Light? I did. Did you like that I piece? I did. I loved it. Thank you. We got a really nasty review from <laughs> A real, another queer erasure review from Brian Siebert. Just really trying to do his thing, which is queer erasure. But I'm glad that you liked it. A lot of people liked it. It was yeah, fun. It was, I, we really enjoyed doing I it. I laughed really hard. Thank you.
0: And then you cried Thank really you. hard. Mm-hmm.
1: No, you didn't. I didn't. Nope. <laughs> it's not, that's not a cry piece. That's a... That's Unless, a kind of... You know, it's a manic piece. Do you think piece. the
0: end can get to people? The, um... Did
1: I tell you about the guy who wrote me from that piece? This guy wrote me through my website and said that he had been struggling with suicidal depression and then had read the interview I did with Gia in the Times and had come to see the piece and that it had really helped him. Wow. What are you
0: saying at the end as I go away? Into the mirror?
1: I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm
0: afraid. I'm not afraid. Yeah. That's right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, We were talking about drag. We were talking about about
1: which benefits Calum Lord, where an institution that I love and donate to. And
0: I generally, the last couple ones I've. I've made costumes. You've been at all of them. Yeah, but Mm. I've only done your costumes the last couple. The first year, you were Cee Ward, and you
2: were wearing a shift. I I wore an H&M dress. You sure did. Oh, Oh,
1: no, it fit fine. And you did your own makeup. (laughs) But
2: this year, did Dan do your makeup this year? No, James James did my makeup. Wow.
0: Yeah, beat him out.
2: It was like a full three-hour experience. And I have like never felt more exceptional. It <laughs> is wow. fun. You when did they look beautiful. It. Dan did my
1: makeup. We I know. Oh. You look gorgeous. With like just the small tidge of makeup that I brought and some of the makeup yeah. James had. It was. Really he did good. it at,
0: like Makeup Express because Dan and James. I've had both of them do my makeup. It takes a long time. I know.
1: He did mine in like. 20 minutes. And it was beautiful. It was, and it helped me so much do The Pillow of Jacob. You were great. Thank you. I was scared for you during the rehearsal. (laughs) Well, it's because we didn't really know what we were doing. I mean, James and Cassie were like, we're going to do these duets. And I went to a rehearsal that they had of them where they were like, I think this is that and this. And I was like, I'll just improvise between those, I guess. And then we got to Jacob's Pillow and I was like, well, I guess I'll just improvise. And improvise I did.
0: And I think maybe you weren't in like, the best state of mind or your best mood for the rehearsal because at
1: that point you were saying things to me like, I hate it here. I think it was a kind of old timiness about it, mm. which when things have a sort of feeling of preciousness or a thing of like, this is so important, I get, no, it's not. But
0: my gosh, you did a full 180 after that and you had yes. a
1: great show.
0: Dan did your face, yeah. which made
1: you happy. Well, what was so wonderful about the show is the kids. There were kids. It was so sweet. These little girls came up and wanted to take their photo with me and read. And this little girl came up to me and she goes, what's improv? <laughs> she was six years old. And I was like, it's when you don't have any lines. You just make them up as you go. And she was like, my mom told me to ask you that question because I'm going to take an improv class. Oh. And I was like, really, that's so sweet. And we got to meet these like really sweet kids. And people loved it. The audience was great. It was great. I think, it was a you great know, show. I when I because I grew up in a rural place that was very abusive. When I get into a rural setting, I can become hyper vigilant immediately. And then the audience ended up being the opposite of expectations. Also, we're in like Elizabeth
2: Warren territory. Like she you came know? to see me dance. at J- I mean, not me specifically, uh, but, she, J- wow. but Why did, did you get us. to meet her? Um, I'm in a picture with her, but she, I. Wow, yeah. she's so Celebrity. amazing. Yeah. I love I love Mia Liz
1: Warren. And it, and then we had a great time. I loved the audience. I loved being there. I, it's just my first yeah. thing of feeling like I feel like an outlier. And I don't like that feeling, especially because this has been founded by this queen. Right. And I think that that tension of Jacob's Pillow is a past tension for me with Jacob's Pillow that I hope changes under its new yeah. directorship well
0: you have an opportunity
1: now because mm. you were well loved there so mm. you know we'll see what happens mm. you
0: get a residency mm-hmm. yeah and we'll go make something with russell yes yeah right. does your writing course continue
2: um are you taking a writing course? well i go to the new school part-time and i've been in a writing program but to i f- get your bachelor's yeah eventually in like 12 years sure um but i finished all my writing requirements oh you 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 I saw the, the culmination. Yeah, you did. I
0: went to a reading where Russell read part of a, a story he wrote, oh. and he was truly the only person of all the nine readers who like engaged the crowd and like was a real like he got laughs. <laughs> it was wonderful. Wow. But not because he performed it at all. He read it as if um he wanted to escape. <laughs> he read it really fast
2: and dry. <laughs> yeah, but I'm taking a class in the fall, but it's not a writing class. It's an anthropological linguistics class.
1: What does that mean?
2: Um, study of language. Thank yeah. you.
0: Okay. I'm a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you want to do a little thing I like to call, um, don't you dare? What's that? If there's something that you hate, oh. then you would, and something that people do around you in the city. Oh, I, wish you I have could a lot just of say, don't you, don't you dare. dare.
1: Yes. I have a lot of those. Okay, don't you dare. Cough without covering your mouth. That's
0: your number one. That right?
1: is my number one. Right. Absolutely. I will... I will not tell you that I find that wrong, but I will shame you somehow by <laughs> with your eyes. With my eyes, like I'll <laughs> definitely cast spells. Like I hope that person falls down the subway stairs when they leave mm. here and die.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I want to do a, um, it. Um, that's d- my don't. D- don't
0: you dare. you dare play video games on your phone without earbuds. Oh. oh,
2: I was gonna say, don't you dare listen to music without earbuds on your phone okay let's that do another hard.
0: one don't you dare be a loud teenager on the subway because it scares
1: me oh I'm okay with that I like the loud teenagers no. on the subway I'm like yes live live queens <laughs> I'm like absolutely they're having a good time I'm okay with that okay um we've st- we're still don't you dare uh, don't you dare do cough without covering anywhere, not just on the subway. <laughs> but when I talk about when I'm at State Theater or the Met, it's really like a TB ward sometimes. Oh, here's know. a question: Do you hear people coughing yeah. when you're up there on stage? Yeah. Is it distracting? Sometimes. Like when it's that one old person who just couldn't be bothered to take Robitussin that day, and they're like, <laughs> ah! and it sounds like wow. someone's dying one out there. One time, I
0: was sitting like eighth orchestra at State Theater. Um, I was very young and it was a student ticket and, um, I had an alarm clock in my backpack and it went off during Agon on with Wendy and, um, it took me a long time to find it. Wow. And it was the one that goes, do 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 do.
1: Yeah. Do 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 do. Yep. It was bad. Did Wendy live? Where she was like, she looked
0: out in the audience and she said, I see you. No, she did not. That'd be so amazing. (laughs) Okay. Don't
1: you dare take away people's health care. Oh that's big. That's, that's a, big a huge one. one. I yeah. did a big leap.
0: Don't but- you dare um stand on the left side of the escalator. Ah, uh, don't Ooh. you
1: dare go down the stairs on the left side. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you're always gonna to stick to the right. You know, when that's you're true. on the stairs, right. you stick to Just the right.
0: Generally, for all traffic, stick this. to the right, stay to the right down that's down the how it goes. Don't the goes Don't the you dare, right.
1: dare drive, drive your bike down the wrong
2: way. Don't you dare ride your bike
0: on the sidewalk. Yeah. Don't, don't
2: you dare. dare your... b- yeah. That was Russell. That's okay. okay. <laughs> don't you dare text during a performance.
1: <gasps> <gasps> Who does that? Who does that?
2: I've been at Broadway shows where people are full on. Oh, that's different. That's at Broadway. Do you know what I mean?
1: This episode was is a real kind of. You know how there's that place in Antarctica that just cracked off. I, heard, I feel like that's yeah. what this episode is. <laughs> like, I feel like we're the gap. That's the, the iceberg. The I feel like we're how the wide crap. is the gap? I don't know, but you know, it's did getting you wider see and that wider. movie where some big part of an iceberg cracks off, and then all these storms start happening. Titanic. I get that leap. Cracks and off on so like the storms. day after tomorrow. Yes. Where they get trapped in a library. Yes. yes they get yes, trapped yes, in the New York Library. That movie was hilarious and but still so boring I couldn't finish watching it.
0: I just watched a movie last night where uh, this was a thing that happened to me a lot watching movies. I was very conscious of the earth cracking open, like Clan of the Cave Bear with Daryl Hannah. Or I know I It's Obscure, that. right? Obscure. It happens in Neverending never ending story as well. Yes. The correct. earth cracks open like puzzle pieces. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I want to do a little ad for Bitch Sesh, which is a favorite podcast. Um, This week, I went back to episode 20 and listened to it. And there's a section, if you're interested, that starts around eight minutes, um, about um, Casey Wilson on a sorority sister's trip to Acapulco, where Mm. she has... um, a very, an incredible <laughs> experience with a man in a hotel that you <sighs> must listen to. It's so hot.
2: And there's a noise that she makes in it that I would like to play when I get text messages. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. And <laughs> you can hear it. Just Subscribe
1: so to Bitch, bitch Sesh.
2: Bash. Episode twenty eight minutes eight in. Eight minutes in,
1: you guys. It's but just phenomenal. You can listen to the whole thing, especially if you're, you know, on a subway, because Lord knows you're going to be on a subway. Oh, man. This coming Sunday, I just want to plug that there's a dance party
2: oh, that um, oh, yeah. we'll be
1: posting about on Instagram that our friend Heather Lang and Al Blackstone and... Friend of the podcast. They have a dance party that benefits causes, and this one is benefiting uh, the Rainbow Railroad, which is helping, help queer people. In, in particular, right now, they're <laughs> trying to help men get out of Chechnya. on. Oh, oh, that's great. I don't need no. to you were, you were laugh. Like, you had no idea what it is. I sure didn't. Yeah, well, now you know. Yeah, so um, we'll be at that. We have to go. Do you I like going so out to fun. the club, Russell, and going, for, like, shaking a tail feather, doing it just maybe like in simple step touch?
2: Yeah. I cool. don't do
1: it very much. And my knees hurt a lot, so I... Well, that's why you gotta do a step touch to warm right. them up, honey. Just that's some right. plie, step touch, step touch, and then you can really, you know, free, like freestyle, Shen Wei yourself all around the room. Well, I mean, Heather yeah. definitely inspires good dancing. Oh, you were at the wedding with I her? I was.
0: Yes. At the Craig wedding. Future guest of the show, Craig Hall.
1: Craig Hall. Oh, I was just in that locker room with. <laughs> yeah. I think just leave it at that. <laughs> I will. I mean I have a photo. I sent it to a couple people. That's me, that's of you. me and Craig. Yeah, yeah, you send did it to you to and to a Duo Heather,
0: selfie yeah. in the locker room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On that note, before we tip even further into the void, <laughs> the crack. Um, Do we have anyone to thank? Well,
0: um, touche. Which I always think today, another wonderful episode where Jen and Jeff did like a very deep dive into all variety of serious topics. Wow. Anyway,
1: Russell, you really brought crystals today, and a kind of we all we really had a refracted wonderful time with you, and I'm looking forward to spending more time with you when you're back and that's hearing so about fun. your hookup with Hugo, <laughs> And, um... Oh, wonderful. Thank wonderful. you so much for listening. We love you so much.
0: Thank you to Nicole Kidman Surgeon.
1: Oh, thank you to Nicole Kidman. I'd In like general. you to sponsor My me. God. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's it. Well, we'll see what happens next time. And goodbye! Bye!